Welcome to Sister Stories, curious investigation of the lives of amazing women of the world. I'm your host, Betsy Weersma. Today's sister story is Julie Geller. So the path started so clearly. I didn't know that I had any musical talent until I was 16. I played piano twice, two different teachers, not interested. I played flute, I hated it, I wanted to quit. I'm 16, my friend Jason showed me a C chord on the piano. C chord. Something about those three notes, a chord is three notes played together, it's the foundation of a song. I said, okay, when you play that, what happens next? And he played an F chord, and I said, what happens next? And he played a G chord. I said, what happens next? He said, you can go back to the C. And in all, in those other attempts to do music, songwriting was never a part of it. But when he showed me those chords, which are the foundations of songs, something opened up in my heart, which was that I, I came into this world understanding how songs, how songs work, how to write songs. And I didn't know that until that moment when he showed me those chords. Yeah, so I was really lucky because in my house, house the arts were revered. My mother grew up in New York. They went to the theater all the time. They went to concerts all the time. So the arts were on a pedestal, music especially. My grandmother also, she could always, um, you know, until she died, she could, if she heard a symphony on the, on, on the radio, she could tell you who was playing it, who was conducting it. Music, huge strain in my family. So in my, in my home, we had a beautiful piano. We had a lot of piano music because my mother was an amateur mu musician. So she would find songs she liked and um, she had the music. So I had this whole collection of songs that I knew and I couldn't really read the music, but once I knew about chords, they all had the chords written on them. So I could start to understand how other, learn what other chords worked and what those notes were and start to understand how they were used in the context of songs. So literally starting that night when I came home from that play practice, I sat down at the piano, C, F, G, C, C, F, G, C, and I was doing what Jason, my friend, had showed me. Um, and then from there, I started to look at other songs and I just, it's all I wanted to do. It's literally all I want to do. My friends would call me up on a Sunday. Hey, you want to go out? I'd say, no, I'm playing the piano. And I would sit there for hours, hours, hours. It felt to me for so long like I was on my own learning it. And in retrospect, I don't know why I felt that because actually my mom, you know, once I was obsessed with piano, she said, why don't you study with this teacher? Turned out not to be the right teacher for me, but I did have somebody helping me. Um, and then I went to college and in college, I didn't know how to advocate for myself. Where I went, it's like you did classical music or you did jazz. Had I known when I applied to college who I wanted to be, I wouldn't have gone to that school. But I didn't, I, I didn't fit in. I didn't have the confidence because I couldn't really read music. I didn't know any music theory. I was basically self-taught um, and I couldn't advocate for myself yet. So I just did it on my own. I'd stay up like all night. When by junior year, I bought myself a guitar. Um, actually going back a little bit, uh, from the moment I arrived in college, I was trying to get a band together. I was like, that's all I want to do. I want to play in a band. I want to play in a band. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get anybody to care about my music because I'm a beginner pianist. I'm writing these songs. I just couldn't get anybody into the band. I found um, sheets. I still have them, sheets. It's like 
looking for a band called Julie with, it was from like 1993 Yeah. and I couldn't get anybody. So finally junior year of college, I said, well, maybe if I play guitar, that will be more self-sufficient. So I can then, um, you know, I can get up there on my own. Like I had, I'd seen people get up on their own playing guitar. So I bought a guitar and I taught myself how to play. I said, I'll just, I'll just start this way. And then that started my being able to perform a little bit more and starting to get people on board. Like the, my last year in college, I found a bassist who would play with me. It was really slow to get people on board. But by then, I think I had started my path of individualism, I think, by that point. It's like, all right, I can do this by myself. Mm-hmm. So it took me a long time to realize my music was a service. Things uh, I would say I didn't learn that until 10 years ago. So I would say probably for the first 15 or so years that I was doing it, it I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was a service. I didn't, um, I, there, were, there were, even though I could do things musically, I, I hadn't yet developed the intention that I think is, is the reason people connect with me beyond the music. Does that make sense to you? So the music was there, but there was, there was a lot that I hadn't learned yet. And I think that's what a lot of the struggle was, you know, sort of like, um, Clearly, I had this drive that's never gone away. Mm-hmm. It's like a North Star, like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this, but I didn't always know, I didn't always know how to use it. So I think it was about 13 years ago, I gave birth to a stillborn daughter. And when that happened, it was like total crisis, world, my world turned upside down with my husband, our family, everything. And at that point, it was like, you know what? Um, we are gonna s- kind of start again with everything. With We have to like rebuild our relationship, we have to figure out our family. We, it just was a moment of like everything changed in my life. And one of the things that changed in my life was um, music isn't working. I'm not having fun. I'm standing on stage and it's terrible. I'm sweating. I'm like, when can I get off of this? It, it's stressful, it's not fun. So I said, I'm not gonna play until, I, until it's fun. And I, I didn't play for, I think, two or three years. Mm-hmm. I, I said, I'm not gonna play until I figure out why it's not fun. And I wanna tell you why it wasn't fun. Yeah. It wasn't fun because it was about me. It wasn't fun because I was on stage and I wanted to be admired. I wanted people to say, wow, you're so talented. Oh my God, you're amazing. And that just took all the fun out of it because um, it meant I was really scared to make mistakes. I was scared to try things. You're never admired. There's always somebody in the audience who it seems like they don't like what you're doing. So um, if that focuses me, it's not fun. But if it focuses you, then it becomes a service. Like, what am I offering everybody in this room who's giving their precious time, their, their sole commodity, their time? Right. They're spending it with me, so what am I offering? What I know really well is how to create. I really know the creative process because I had many years of having writer's block and not being able to write. And I had um, four years of writing a song with a music video every single month. I think there were three months I didn't do it in four years. And through that process, through those four years, I learned so much about the creative process. And I realized that's something I can share. I can help people, so many people feel so um, blocked, you know, like I have something to share and I don't know, I don't know how to share it. 
And I realized that was a way that I could help people bring that out. And so I started doing small cohorts for creativity, and it's been, it's been just really fun. So I guess what I'd want people to know is that we all can create. It's not special to me, it's not special to you, it's anyone who wants to can create. And just like we think about, um, I don't know, maybe I, I want to start a business, I'll go to business school, or I want to learn math, I'll learn, whatever it is, you can learn how to open the channels to be more creative in your life in whatever way that you want. Thank you for listening to Sister Stories, part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. We are women who amplify our voices and are committed to inspiring people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more, globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.